filling out the whole like why you want to go to graduate school is just incredibly interesting. Just put one uh, word down. Money. For education and shit. Uh, you know, it's why do you want to be an engineer? I, I threatened to mail them a uh, copy of Iron Man on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Why, why do you want to be an archaeologist? It's a Blu-ray box set of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, and just and and a, and a and a cassette tape of him going da 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 da. <laughs> it belongs in the museum. Welcome to episode number one hundred and sixty-two of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. My name is Cole Ross, and I am your host. And I am joined via Skype tonight by Dennis Furious, David Meisman. And Ben Merkel. Thank you so much, fellas. I just realized that since I switched to a standing desk, the title of this is now accurate. Uh, <laughs> you need a don't tree. I see what you did there. Yeah, exactly. I'm Actually, standing up. I'm like gesticulating. Your, your talk about it, but yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So uh, we're here. Everybody's here right now. We're going to talk about games that we've been playing. Um, my little preview is uh, something uh, I've, I, I intended to play a long time ago, play and beat, but I done fell off on it. But I'm glad that I picked it back up. Um, I know what it is. Well, you saw me toot about it. So I did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anybody else care to give a preview? Um, I've actually been doing a lot of beta stuff, believe it or not. I see. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. And then after that, um, Dennis, you said you brought a game for us to play? Yes, I do. I do. It's it's kind of a variant on the game quotes okay. uh, game that we've been playing. Well, who won last time? By the way, me. I, think Cole. Huh? I yes. did by a and fair ben margin. Won the first. I think. Yeah. So we'll, we'll shake it up a little. See who gets the advantage in this new one. Although I, I don't think we'll be able to do more than one week of this. Okay. Uh, without <laughs> more research in the beginning than I did this time, so we'll see. Well, yeah, we'll maybe see. that'll be my penance. We'll we'll, <laughs> we'll 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 see how it plays out. Um, you know, don't don't be, don't be presumptuous. Um, so <laughs> we'll see if it makes the cut or not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it might not even be on this podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so since uh, since Ben was here last week, you are exempt from being the first person on the hot seat. Oh, thank um, God. Um, and and since 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 Dennis Dennis since you said you were bringing some beta heat, I think we I think we should look into the future by going with you first. Sure, absolutely. Um, so the the first game that I I started playing again um, is in closed beta. So I I don't think I'll be able to say much more uh, than that I've been playing it. Um, you know, because I don't want the righteous hand of I honestly I don't know who polices this stuff to smack down upon me. The um, the publisher. No the, yeah, the publisher, I guess. Um and then the other one is an open beta, so I'll talk about it a little more, but I didn't like it very much, uh which is very very sad because it's from a series that I really do like. Hmm. Um the first game uh of course is uh Dust 514. Oh, really? Yes. Uh so I had actually I had actually gotten a beta code for it a while ago but it was only for a weekend and I got really, really excited and put all this time into like planning out how I was going to play it mm -hmm. uh, without realizing that my access was going to end at the end of the weekend. So, um, you know, I, I just ramped up into like, okay, here's how I'm going to build my character and here's how I'm going to play it. And I can't get it into the beta anymore. <laughs> uh, so needless to say, I wasn't very happy and I put my name on a whitelist. 
a wait list, not a white list. <laughs> um, put my name on a wait list, and uh, and then I guess my my number came up, so I got access again uh, this last weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so it's it lives up to the whole um, Eve reputation of spreadsheets in space. Wait, I'm sorry, I didn't. What was that? I said it lived up to the whole Eve reputation of spreadsheets in space. No, I, th- I think you meant spreadsheets in space. Ah, uh, you know the pronunciation always gets me. Yeah, no, the the the, the, <laughs> the umlauts, and that's what throws everybody off. Yeah, it's it's like Chinese. It's like a tonal language. You exactly. have to, to say it with the right inflection. <laughs> it's um, like Cantonese. <laughs> yes, um, but I, I spent most of my time staring at uh, staring at menus. Um, which was surprisingly enjoyable. I have this. I've been realizing more and more that I have this nerd side to me that loves percentages. Okay. And uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with you being a business major. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, I deal with them enough during the day, so I'm surprised that I'm so uh, drawn into them. But I, I, you know, like with uh, with Borderlands Two, they released the skill tree builder, and I just I really? spent. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, you can go and look at the skill trees for all four classes and like actually click to add skill points and like plan out your character. Um, I was just fascinated reading all the uh, all the different um, numbers and and the so the uh, the assassin class has a stat. Sorry, I'm, I'm completely digressing, which That's is uh, which is. Um, <laughs> if we didn't but, digress, uh, assass- this this po- this podcast would be like 15 minutes long. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's very true, um, but the assassin class one of one of the, like big skills that you can get is that you get a um, a percentage damage boost um, every time you get a critical hit, and that can stack up to nine hundred ninety nine times as long as you get enough critical hits in a row. Um, and <laughs> so and so I started doing the calculation in my head. Okay, five percent. Let's assume you know X starting damage, and then that stacks you know nine hundred ninety nine times. Five percent, and so I just went through the entire skill tree and basically just you know geeked out and did that sort of calculation in my head. The way so, of the future, the way of the future. Yeah, no, no small wonder that I enjoyed Dust Five One Four. The the actual shooting part, um, I did about as well as I do in all shooters, which is for all my calculation and, and number <laughs> crunching, I die at random times from uncertain directions. Um, but I still enjoyed it. And um, I think it's it's actually much more polished than the last beta that I got to play in, uh, or the last when I when I got into that one weekend beta. So it's nice to see the game progress, and I think it'll be a, a real enjoyable thing when it comes out. Um, I'll just be interested to see how hardcore people get about it, and if there will be like kind of a, a right class setup. Um, you know, if it'll real quickly devolve into that kind of there's a right way to play it and wrong way to play it. Or how much people will will kind of experiment. And we've talked this. We've talked about this a lot before, though. Like with the, you know, just how quickly things become codified in in online uh, games. You know. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Yeah. yeah. Bugs me, but that's yeah. that's that's just my thing. That's the one that's closed, right? Like you can't you like you can't say like specifics more so than. Yeah. than- you know, I I doubt that it would come to much, but I'll I'll be respectful because you know I I. I feel grateful to to get early access and uh you know that's kind of part of the the whole deal of it so um if you put your name on the list i mean mine was only on there for like a week and a half so you want to find out for yourself it shouldn't be hard to do you just search for their website and it'll be there yeah i mean i thought it was a console game so how how did you get the game 
Uh, downloaded it, and it was it actually took me overnight to download. Oh, like a PlayStation Store type thing. Yes, and it's it's actually the same way that um, DC Universe Online worked, where you download kind of the a big starting file, and then it runs an updater. Uh, when uh, you start. Okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I guess kind of closer to the format that you see on on computers, um, which is you know it's it's cool to see. I, that and, or excuse me, DCUO and, and Dust514 are probably the biggest games that I've straight up downloaded on my PS3. And it's just nice to see it, that it has that capability that I know there are full games available to download. And I would love to see that become a more and more widely used method of downloading, which I, I fully expect that for the next generation. But that's, a, that's another discussion. Yeah, that's one we've had several times before, actually. Mm-hmm. I still think my favorite uh, setup, though, is the way... Um, World of Warcraft does it now where you download some basic things and you can jump in the game and it'll download everything else on the fly. Yeah, that would be nice. That's a that's a smart way of doing it. So just just one final closing comment, you know, I, I talked about the worried about, you know, it being codified into the right and wrong way. Um the developers at least have seemed very supportive and they said, you know, they've they've had people express in- interest in just like, hey, I want to become the best dropship pilot that I can. I'm not even going to worry about guns. I'm just going to fly around a dropship and carry soldiers into battle and that's going to be my thing. Um and they said and we want to we want to really make it so that you can do that if you want uh, and and be successful and have fun that way. So uh, here's hoping, you know. That just that 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 all that does is remind me of um of of what Star Wars Galaxies was initially, where like if oh, yeah? you if you wanted to be a barber or a dancer, like by God, you could be the best barber or dancer in the planet <laughs> or in the galaxy. <laughs> well, or I remember, you know, the specific example you used. I remember Battlefield Two. You know how amazing it was to have someone that was a good, uh, you know, helicopter dropship guy. Right, but this, but like this is one where like you, like you, you spec to be that, right? So, so they'll, they'll give you, they'll give you like abilities that will make you actually better at doing those things, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, the the other game that I've been playing is uh, Ratchet and Clank Full Frontal Assault. Oh, and this is the one that you expected to like, but don't. Yes. Very, very sadly. So, I've, God bless Twitter. Um, I just saw Sony say, "Hey, tweet us if you want a beta tag or a beta code," and I did, and they gave me a beta code. So, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually. I looked at my DM history with, with uh, PlayStation's Twitter, and I actually have a nice little banter with them back through the ages. Like, I've got, um, you know, one where I asked them what a good game to download on PSN would be, and I've got one where they were going to release a code for. Um, Modern Warfare 3, I think it was, and they were taking too long, and I said something about, you know, hey, camping's not my strategy, and, and all that stuff. <laughs> Responded, so, the, like, it was, it was, you know, uh, Twitter's great in that way, that, you know, I can have conversations uh, with Sony throughout and win beta codes, which is which is really nice. Nice. Uh, this one was done the same way, you know, download download the, uh, the game, full game online. Um, and uh, it's a... Ratchet and Clank game, but uh, at least in the beta version I played, was entirely multiplayer, and it's got a huge element of tower defense. Uh, so this is—it's kind of a hard setup to um, to hold in your mind, and I didn't understand it until I played it. Um, but I'll try to kind of lay it out, and, and you guys tell me if you follow. All right? Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, so the it starts out. The game is broken into three phases, and the first is like your. Um, resource gathering phase as it were and you kind of 
uh, run around the main map um, and and try to capture nodes. And uh, you know, it's 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 almost like any other um, online capture the point game. You know, uh, the nodes are all defended by. Uh, artificial intelligence though so to capture it the first time it's kind of a fight on your own uh and then on top of that you have to worry about your enemy swooping in as soon as you've cleared out all the all the ai bad guys and killing you to take it for himself but every node you capture gets you more gold per minute or gold per second or or bolts i guess it is bolts excuse me uh bolts per second um and you know obviously having more nodes gives you more resources to work with Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of have to strategize about, okay, do I go capture the smaller nodes um, and capture several of them, or do I go for kind of the one big heavily guarded node, and you know, do I go try to follow my opponent around and you know, not capture as many nodes, but he's captured none because I keep on killing him. Uh, so there's kind of a strategy element there. Uh, and it's, it's a time limit. I think it's something like two minutes or five minutes or you know, some, some small amount of time. Uh, and then you go to the second phase where you can go back to your base and build units to attack your enemy's um, home base. And uh, you just kind of walk up to these pads and, and press a button and select the unit. Um, it's a little cumbersome. You know, like it's one of those times where I wish that it was a just a menu instead of like a 3D walk-around-the-world interface. Yeah. Um, and it, it would be annoying, except for you get two minutes for this phase, and it probably takes 30 seconds max to, to do everything you want to do. Uh, so, you know, which is annoying in itself, because you're ready to go, you're finished, and you know the other guy is just sitting there waiting. So, you know, what, what are you doing? Um, but anyway, you, you, you build both offensive units and defensive units um, with, with the bolts that you've earned from your nodes. When that phase, en- phase ends, you go into base attack. And it sends whatever enemies that you you chose at your enemy's base, or I guess whatever minions in this case. They're not your enemies. So it sends it sends your minions forth uh, towards your enemy's base. And, uh, and likewise, it does the same for him towards you. Uh, and you have to fight off those enemies um, using either defensive stuff that you've built or kind of your own arsenal um, before they can, they can wreak havoc in your base. And the interesting thing is if you can defeat your enemy's minions fast enough, you can actually fly over to his base and start attacking along with your minions. You you realize that you're like describing sacrifice right now, right? Or Monday night combat. <laughs> I'm I guess I guess I imagine sacrifice to be a little more epic on a grand scale. This is like two or three units at a time. Oh, okay. But like the like the whole running around and getting other things to do your bidding and things like that. Yeah, that's but you don't con- directly control your units. That's that's probably what saves this game. Because if you had to like control your units and 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 kind of make them do your bidding, there's no way you could defend your base and take care of you know your minions at the same time. They just they're just on rails like any tower defense game. Well, no, but I mean, are you like like do you run around as an avatar in this world, like as the uh, commander? That you do. That and you it's, do. it's weird. I, I couldn't figure it out. So Ratchet is normal Ratchet, and you can play as him. But then, like, Captain Quark and, and a bunch of other characters are just this, like, weird robotized version of themselves. Like, it doesn't look like an actual – it doesn't look like the actual character. It looks like a, almost a parody of him, which uh, maybe maybe there's a story explanation for that or something. But uh, but it was, it was a little weird. The characters are all just, like, a step away from how they should look. Hmm. I don't know if that's just a beta thing. It, it, Ratchet is, is known for, like, 
doing different art styles, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was intentional, but it's just it's a little it's a little puzzling. Hmm. <laughs> but so yeah, apparently apparently this is sacrifice mark two and and as I said, I didn't really like it, so maybe maybe that holds. Um if you uh if you defeat you know your enemy's minions fast enough you can run over fight the other person's base. This goes this mode lasts until both bases are safe where all enemies are out of your base both bases uh and then it just kind of cycles and, and goes on and on and on yeah it sounds like it, it would it, it would quickly devolve into like this war of attrition that's yeah and that's why i didn't like it is i didn't have the pay I, I knew that was the strategy i had to do i knew that for the first three rounds of this thing um i should just be de- buying defensive stuff you know but I'm playing as Ratchet, damn it, and I want to go shoot stuff. So I just <laughs> load up on offensive units and throw myself against the rocks and then get overwhelmed the next round. So right. I, you know, it's not that anything was broken with the game and it kind of I knew I was doing bad strategy. I did bad strategy, Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I knew I was doing bad strategy. <laughs> As as I was making those choices, it just I didn't have the patience to uh, to do it right. You were playing the game that you wanted to play. Yeah, yeah, that's and I had memories from Up Your Arsenal multiplayer, which was just a phenomenal um, third person shooter game, probably the best one right. on the PS. And uh, and I wanted it to play like that so bad, and all the avatars and levels look like what I remember. Um, and yet it, you know, it plays completely differently, so, which is, we, you know, Oh, go ahead. So, so, so is, so is this the only multiplayer mode and, and is the game multiplayer only? I, I'm not sure. So, you know, in, in beta mode, oftentimes, you know, they'll isolate a, a certain element of the game and say this weekend, everyone's playing multiplayer and this weekend, everyone's playing the campaign and kind of segments it out by that. So um, there might be um, a, a single-player campaign. I honestly haven't read much about the game outside of you know just experiencing it myself. So I'm not sure about that. Right. Uh, but it uh, it might have both. Okay. The uh, the modes that were available to me were kind of the tutorial. Um, <laughs> I can give you a very in-depth review of the tutorial. Um, one versus one, and then two versus two. Okay. But uh, yeah, it just I, I kind of came away disheartened and saying, oh, you know, I, I wish I could go back and play uh, up your Arsenal multiplayer again. <laughs> do, you, do you still have the game? Can you go back and do that? I, I have the game somewhere, but, you know, I, I'm, I almost guarantee you that the server, which was on PS2, is, is shut down by now. Or, oh, or has it. that had online multiplayer? Yeah, that had online multiplayer. It was, it was the first Ratchet game to do so. Oh, wow. And it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I thought you were just talking about uh, local multi. No, no, no. This was this was online multiplayer. It's the one game that I've I've seen do a like a slow paced shooting game. You know, wait, what? I, I, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, so maybe that doesn't do it justice. But it was the first game where you know so many shooters are based on twitch reactions you see immediate engagement and combat and then you know there's immediately a winner and a loser where in in up your arsenal you would see someone and then you could kind of see what weapon they were holding and then you kind of close the distance and there would be this kind of duel around each other um and 
you know, it, it, it kind of took a little longer. You could kind of think as you did. It wasn't so much a Twitch game as it was kind of your strategy. Because you could see someone was holding a, a sniper rifle from a distance away, and that just meant that you have to kind of jump around and make yourself hard to hit as you closed the distance. Um, and then, and then you know, he would switch to a new weapon. You'd bring out yours, and it was it was you know kind of almost you had to think while you played. It it sounds you, a little bit like Halo, the, like the way you're describing it to me. Think like a caricature of Halo, okay. and that's exactly what it was. Wait, wait, like Halo, where you see what your um, opponent uh, pulls out, and then you pull out a pistol. <laughs> I, I I guess yeah. If you want, yeah. Halo One. Oh. Yeah. Halo. No, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking. I, I spent more time in Halo Two than than One, but I see. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that like it disappointed you. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, you know, I played it once for about an hour, and I'm not sure I'll go back to it. Um, yeah. But uh, how how long does the beta last? I am not sure. I I imagine it goes up until the game's release, which I do not know. So, um, if you're listening to this, chances are you have some sort of internet enabled device near you. Figure it out for yourself, <laughs> jerk. Should I do you everything jerk. for you? <laughs> hey, only I can be hostile to the audience. <laughs> nobody makes nobody makes fun of my little brother, but me. <laughs> so. yeah so that's that's what i've been playing i've i've um i've been doing some more or a lot of level building in um sound shapes uh-huh. but uh that's that's uh i'm kind of we'll call it five eighths of the way through okay and uh and I've, it's kind of a four level arc that i'm building and uh, and that'll be up hopefully within the next month or so nice playing the long game going for the long con i like that yeah, more patience than I have. Which I, I think I alluded to this the last time we talked about it. Which, but you know, it's it's one of those things where my my ambition has not overwhelmed me yet, as right. it does other creating games. You so have you haven't gotten good. like discouraged by being unable to express what you want to. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at just the the mutilated, horribly disfigured version of what was in my head, <laughs> and gone. Ah, oh, that's so bad. Yeah, it's actually it's 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 uh it's looking good. So I'm I'm very happy with it so far. Having like a full on Amadeus breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you're like sweeping stuff off the of tables. No, no, no. <laughs> See, that, now I've got uh uh Rock Me Amadeus stuck in my head. I'm talking about the movie. It's a good movie. Way of the future. Okay. Sorry, no, I watched The Aviator recently and I've I've been saying the way of the future a lot. Um <laughs> Have you been peeing in jars in your room too? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a lazy man. Um, <laughs> Actually, uh, we had an old old roommate that did that. Oh God, no, what? no. Who? Yeah, I want to know. I want names. I don't want names, but I want like what? Like, why is that a behavior that's ever tolerated? <laughs> Let's out him on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> no, that wasn't that was not your roommate. Wait, yeah, now I want to know who it is. <laughs> it, just for clarification, it was not me. <laughs> no, uh, uh, honestly, uh, it's a medical thing. But uh, okay, fair enough. Okay, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about piss, a pissing in jars. B the whole likely, you know, the the proliferation of betas. Like on like on one hand, I, I understand that even as they're being brought to consoles, you know, it's 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 a good thing because it's better than releasing something that's unfinished and saying like, Oh, we'll patch it later. Um, but they're getting you to do their work for them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
and 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 that feels just a little like the slightest bit hinky to me just just yeah. a bit it's like it's like you're you're going to do our work for us and it's also going to be a privilege damn it we're going to make you fight to play our broken thing although on the other hand you can't really do beta testing without doing open beta it's like the only way a beta works is to have you know thousands of people playing yeah. your game yeah this is true I, I especially in the case of like stress testing or like looking for balance and 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 things like that i guess i'm thinking specifically of 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 uh like the most egregious culprits of this um are microsoft like with with, with like any kind of like halo beta or uh, um I know the Gears of War beta, where it was like, buy this game and you'll get into the beta for this thing. Sony's done it a lot too, actually. Like if you if you bought Uncharted, you got into the Killzone beta or something like that. Oh yeah, like betas as almost Rewards. DLC, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like 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 betas as a way to bribe you into into playing this game. And I I say this as a person who bought Zone of the Enders to get the Metal Gear Solid Two demo back <laughs> in two, back in two thousand. Um, wow, so, Zone so, of the Enders was a good game though. It's a really good game. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I've I've meant to play that for the longest time, and I've just never got around. To They're it. putting out uh, the HD collection of the of the first two games. Ah, there's my excuse. Yep, there's your excuse coming out <laughs> soon. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just like I, I understand that it's entirely necessary as as stuff goes online. But just that that whole kind of thing of like pay for the pri- pay for the privilege of playing playing it early. Like you're, mm, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree with the with the paying for it. I would never pay to be a part of a beta. Yeah, uh, especially when it's like Dust Five One Four, and Dust has hardcore gone pay to play. Mm-hmm. Like, not only not only is it like one of those free to play, but you know you can buy stuff. They've made access to the beta one of the things you can buy, which <laughs> it just seems really crappy to me. Uh, David, what's you been playing? Um, well, I mean, um, been playing some um, some Kingdom of Loathing, uh, which is probably not surprising. You 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 met the uh, you met the Kingdom of Loathing guys at uh, Dragon Con, right? Yeah, at Dragon Con, yeah. So and yes. that reminded me, hey, that game I like, I haven't been playing. <laughs> <laughs> really, uh, nothing much to say about that, uh, other than just it's 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 the normal like when you come back to like an MMO or like really in depth uh, RPG, and you're like, what the crap was I doing? How many? Uh, <laughs> or when you come back to a Zelda game or a Final Fantasy, any game really? Yeah. Um, how many yeah. times have you ascended in that game? I have actually not um, ascended that many times. Um, probably like five or six. Because I, I have, I have another, I have another friend. I haven't, I haven't spoken with her in a while. But, but Kingdom, Kingdom of Loathing was like her jam. Okay. Like, I, I, I forget, I forget. But she, she ascended like in excess of like ten times. I think. See, <laughs> uh, to give you an idea, like um, someone that's good can complete ascension in like. A week to two weeks. I I I know they they keep you know uh, they they've added things periodically to you know make it more difficult, more challenging. But like at one point, um, people were completing ascensions in a day. Holy lord! Wow. Well, I mean, one of the things is for a lot of players um, that becomes the game is how fast can I um, beat it? So mm, they're. Right. You know, there, there's all these uh, things where you know it's like, you know, you, oh, I can mul- you know get this item, and this allows me to multitask and complete these two, th- you know, you know right. that sort of thing. Like for 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 those of you who don't, who don't know, Ascension is kind of like prestiging in Kingdom of Loathing, um, right. except mm-hmm. it preceded 
prestiging by like by like eight like like five years. Um, right. Basically, <laughs> you you start the game over at level one, but you can keep one skill. Right. So 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 you like you're 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 constantly reincarnated, but you do a little bit better each time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, uh, one of the things they've added recently is uh, special runs. Um. So, for example, um, there was one called uh, Bees Hate You where you couldn't use any item that had a bee in its name. <laughs> and, like... Like, if, like, it's like you're a crip? Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. I think it's a pop culture reference, but the fact that um, Honeybees Hate You has been a long-running um, joke in the game. Right. So um, you would also, I think, like randomly get attacked by bees like every so many adventures. <laughs> uh, there, there's also one that was, um, oh, oh, I forget what they called it. But basically uh, you couldn't um, equip any weapons, but you could learn all these kung fu moves. Okay. Stuff like that. Right. So. Huh. It but should- yeah, uh I was, gonna, I was gonna say it, sh- it should be noted that uh, some of the guys who run Kingdom of Loathing do a podcast called Video Games Hot Dog, uh, which is which is amazing. They've they they they've mentioned uh, some duck feed shows from time to time. Zach, Kevin, and Riff, uh, very very uh, cool gentlemen. I have not had the pleasure of meeting them, but uh, they do an excellent podcast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So um so that's uh, uh been good stuff um been playing not again not surprisingly a little bit more um uh secret world they uh they, um, they fired the lead guy did they yeah he was included in the layoffs yeah Ooh. um that's actually kind of ties into my uh next thing um reading the writing on the wall i've decided to wait for it to become free to play <laughs> so you canceled your subscription yeah and um its place i picked up um uh guild wars 2 okay because you know i can't do without some you know life uh life destroying you know mmo addiction you need some kind of time <laughs> right right exactly yeah but um guild wars 2 is actually um i don't know if did any of you guys play guild wars 1 much yeah nope no i i had a real love hate relationship with guild wars 1 i thought it was a decent game but i didn't think it was an MMO. Um, well, well, it wasn't. <laughs> it was every other. Um, oh, it's, it it was like Diablo three. It, it was Diablo three crossed with Fantasy Star. Right, yeah. right. And and I guess when I say I have a chip on my shoulder, it annoyed me. Um, oh, all the people that would um, their only response like um any mmo that came out is oh well why does it have a monthly fee it's like because it's actually an mmo right they actually <laughs> have servers all that i can think of i mean like guild wars one and then guild wars two but like both those time it, it almost seems like the like like the linux of mmos where people are like well it's well, there's no monthly fee so blah 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 i would rather i would rather the relationship be entirely clear that i am paying somebody for a service rendered then, then like do this whole you know like free rigmarole because you know if I'm if I'm paying for it I know it's going to be around. Yeah, I, I would rather pay a hooker than give her drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can follow that. 
<laughs> so, so um but 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 yeah um i like just whenever whenever i think of that whenever i think of like whenever it's brought up that like oh well there's no there's there's no monthly fee all i can think of is being in middle school and playing tibia yes and it's and it's like it's like i only played that because because i like i wasn't a grown-ass adult who could uh, you know afford to play this you know afford to play a real, a real game <laughs> so it's like i don't know it's kind of be like being happy being happy with your mega blocks and everybody else has their legos you know right, right so this is this isn't to say that guild wars 2 isn't a perfectly good game but there's right. there there's an awful lot of political significance attached to the fact that there's no that there's no monthly fee so right but actually uh i'll actually come back to that a sec but um uh i feel like this one it, it is much more legitimately an MMO. I mean, the, the open world is actually open. Uh, you know, there's other players running around, stuff like that. And I, I think you can probably relate to that. The end result is that within, um, you know, 10 seconds, I hate other players. Right. And I'm like, why can't they instance this? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if, if only they were. If only there was this game, but where I didn't have to see a bunch of other people. It's called, yeah, it's yeah, called so. Skyrim. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, gameplay is really good. Um, they they kind of tried to get sort of a uh, action RPG type feel to it, right? Um, I I especially like the the thief class is really well done. Uh, Oh, stealth is, uh, you know, like the longest stealth in the game, I think has like a three second duration. Okay. And um, a lot of times it's it's um, usually not a separate ability. It's a result of one of your other abilities. Okay. Hmm. So like, for example, like if you throw down a smoke grenade and then leap into the smoke stealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that, or like I've I've an ability where like you, uh, like appear behind the person, stab them, then stuff stuff like that. Okay, so it's not like you can't see me; it's you don't know where I am. Yeah, yeah, it's more more the ninja approach to being a rogue. I mean, truly, you can't see the person, but I mean, in the way it's played, it's more ninja style. Yeah, but it, but it's not like Command and Conquer, where the GLA had that one unit who would just be invisible forever, right? Right, exactly. And um, the other thing is uh, the Thief class um, has a whole bunch of what they call Shadow Step, which is basically teleportation. Mm-hmm. So, like, one, one of the cooler abilities, you um, uh, Shadow Step to a per- to melee range and start attacking the person. But then when you press the ability again, you teleport back to wherever you activated it. Mm-hmm. Nice. So you can do a lot of like kind of juke things where you'll like shadow step in to get someone to um, start their um, like you know long cooldown really awesome ability and then like teleport back. <laughs> nice, nice. So is it yeah. is it like Guild Wars One in that you only have like a, a, a limited number of slots for moves that you roll? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, you you have ten ten slots. Um, Ten, uh, one of them is always a heal, and you can select between um, several different like methods of healing. So, like the rogue, um, one of them is you stealth and uh, regenerate real quick. One of them's like a basic heal stuff like that. 
Um, four of them are you can select anything you want. And then five of them are basically um, tied into whatever weapon you're using. Okay. And so it, it's it's kind of interesting because I mean it's really uh, you know so you there's a lot of a lot of the strategies in what weapon you choose and you can switch between two weapons. So mm-hmm. I I, I, lo- I like that approach a lot more, especially like if you look at the screen of anybody who plays a relatively high level WoW character, or even like oh, yeah, now it's yeah, getting it's like, like crazy. It like it is framed on on three sides by by action bars. Right. With with different moves that you can do, whereas with this, like you can you can feasibly like at least in Guild Wars One, it was nice because you could feasibly activate every single thing without 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 mousing to click the icon. Like it was just like right. you had one, two, three, four, and five, and you hit those buttons, and those did your moves. Right, and they do a good job of the abilities they give you are um are just the good abilities, you know, just the cool abilities. So um, that's nice. Uh, I will say, though, there are a couple of really boneheaded things they've done. Um, One of them I found last night is um, the death penalty in the game. Every time you die, a piece of armor gets damaged. And then um, once all your armor is damaged, then every time you die, a piece of armor breaks. And you have to uh, pay to repair it before you it provides any bonus again. However, uh what's really stupid is that that also applies in PvP. Okay. Ooh. Oh, so somebody can just like straight up grief you and that has monetary consequences. Well, the, um there's actually no, the um when you're just in the open world, uh you can attack other players, but but if you go to the arena like um you know, I I could easily like in a night bankrupt myself, <laughs> uh, just from playing in the arena. Okay, and it it just it strikes me as like the the PvP in it is um is basically like sport. You know, you know what I mean? It's it's the battlegrounds approach to PvP. Yeah, and that was very much the case in the first one too. So right, and and it doesn't seem like that should um. You know, should have that same consequence as in PVE, where dying means you did something stupid. Right. And then the other thing is, uh, they've they you mentioned the free to play thing. Uh, they've got a cash shop, uh, pretty hardcore. They've got a cash out. Cash shop. Sorry. Okay. Oh yeah. And uh, normally I'd be okay with that, uh, but I noticed uh, that. The ability to um, add bank slots and the ability to carry more inventory bags are both things you have to pay for. Right. And I want to say, like, a new bank slot is, like, uh, $10. Oh, man. As, like, a one-time thing? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I, Your bank slot's shared. So, I mean, it's a one-time thing to get each new bank slot. Mm-hmm. But that still, I mean, that still seems way too much, especially since I paid $60 for the game. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you should never have free-to-play set up so that you pay to alleviate annoyances. Right. Well, and the other thing, the, pro- the problem is I feel like it kind of creates a bad, uh, bad situation because I, I went into this with the assumption it's going to be... Um, 
Guild Wars 1 where I pay $60, there's no monthly fee, but I don't accept I don't expect there to be any updates until you release the expansion that I pay mm-hmm. $60 for. Right. Now mm-hmm. there's effectively a monthly fee. Um, they just call it a cash shop. So the question is, are you then going to, you know, do monthly expansions the way World of Warcraft does? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's not an unreasonable expectation. That's that that's strange because I was under the impression, like everything that I everything that I read indicated that um, the cash shop was going to be most was going to be mostly uh, cosmetic stuff. See, it mostly is. Um, the And the cosmetic stuff, from what I've seen, seems fine. Uh, the only thing I don't like is um, they also charge for the ability to... Um, you know, a lot of games now have, if you like the way an, uh, a piece of armor looks, you can uh, make other pieces of armor look that way. Okay. And I feel like that should be something that you can just get in-game. Hmm. So... Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say is they have it set up. You can buy. You can if a player buys um, real money currency, you can buy it from them with in-game currency. So that's nice. Okay. Nice. So okay, that, I kind I kind of like that. So so and that and that way they're almost they're they're almost limiting the number the amount of currency that gets that gets put put into it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it does create a situation where you know. Even a player who's, like you said, you know, um, doesn't have access to a credit card or doesn't want to, you know, still can achieve these things. It's just going to take them a while. Right. So. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, very, very, um, very fun game overall. Very beautiful. Um, it's kind of weird playing in a world where, like, every character is uh, statuesque. But... <laughs> As opposed to other MMOs where they go for a more stylized kind of thing? Well, I think about it, it's kind of, it's not even just that, but it's also, um, like, pretty much every um, video game, uh, at least the female characters, usually also the male characters, are very attractive, but they're not, nece- they don't, aren't necessarily, like, model style, whereas all the characters in Guild Wars look like models. Hey, nothing wrong with sexy people. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just weird when like you see a character that's like, you know, supposed to be this like grizzled war veteran and he has like perfect posture, like uh salon-styled hair and no scars. Huh. Maybe you just didn't do your job right in the character creation screen. <laughs> exactly. It sounds like you're jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Cool. Anything else about that? Yeah, um, very good. Um, I'm excited. What uh, what level are you now? I'm like level eight, um, eight out of eighty. Gotcha! Wow, hmm. a ways to go. Yeah, it's you can level fairly fast. I've I've I spent a lot of time. Um, I played each of the races because uh, um, I wanted to see like. Uh, what they do also um, there's you have several uh, you answer several character uh, questions about your character's background when you start and that um, determines certain aspects about the uh, about the story missions okay so I played around with those some 
Gotcha. We're at the halfway mark of the uh, of the of the what we what we have been playing. Um, so anything going on in anybody's lives? Oh well, first I I, I uh, was listening to the other one and I realized I didn't say anything about where my vacation was. Oh. So I. Uh, it's weird in this world of like ambient awareness. I just kind of assume everyone knows everything about me already. <laughs> it's like very surprised when someone doesn't know what I've been up to. I figured um, out where it was from Uncle Bob. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. See? Um, but uh, so Jen and I had our, our uh, one year anniversary on September 2nd. Okay. And uh, she she's a big fan of Dave Matthews Band. And uh, he does his big three-day concert out at a, at a natural amphitheater in the Columbia River Gorge okay. uh, once a year. And the third and final night of the concert just so happened to be on uh, our anniversary. Mm-hmm. So we planned this big trip. We went to Seattle. Um, we went and hiked Mount Rainier. We went to the concert. Uh, and then we went to Portland, which yes. um, me – me and Gary tried to tried to find a time to meet up, and we like exchange all these texts trying to trying to figure <laughs> out. I think I wound up in his neighborhood at a bar actually. Yeah. Um, but we 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 couldn't make it connect. Um, but um, but yeah, all all of the places we went were were awesome. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, since since year one is is the paper anniversary. Mm-hmm. Our our paper gift was uh, was the tickets to the concert, and then we bought a <laughs> concert poster. Nice. Oh. We actually we actually bought two concert posters. Immediately put one up on uh, on Amazon mm-hmm. and uh, and doubled up on it. Really? Within like <laughs> in a day? Yeah. Not bad. So the next time both of you con- don't work in business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really would have been disappointed in you if you hadn't done that. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to say though, uh, you. You know, it was at a natural amphitheater in a gorge. By which you mean a gorge. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. How do they get power? Um, yeah, that's that's a good question. It was it was an acoustic set, very weird, um, and only the front three rows could hear. And if everyone cheered, um, you actually couldn't hear a thing. Exactly. So, uh, actually, it was it was it was actually not very good investment. Now that you phrase it like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. it, was, uh, it was a good. Time. The Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I actually I got out to the uh, to the west coast literally, so I put my foot in the uh, Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. uh, which which been on both sides now officially. Yeah, um, but it was like really foggy and and and, and cold the day we were there, so mm-hmm. I uh, it was wasn't as much as I expected, but everything else was great. Neat. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. How was mm-hmm. how was Portland? Oh, dude, that was probably my my favorite spot. Um, we did a food tour on on one of the days we were there, nice. and they just—it's it, really made me realize when people are like, "Hey, I'm coming to Cincinnati. Where should I go eat? Or what are some things I have to do?" Like, there's your there's your old standards, you, you know. There's there's uh, graders and there's skyline, um, but I really it, it just doesn't have these like really cool local chains and places the way that Portland does, and I think that's something that's that's. Um, kind of unique to portland just because they've got so many things like that yeah um and just every every alley that you walk down has some place with a cool story and is doing something interesting and you know it's all they what is it like floss fresh local organic sustainable something mm-hmm. um that's actually the acronym something is the last last word <laughs> uh, something. <laughs> um but it was uh just like everyone's really nice we had we had really nice weather while we were there um, so the food tour was awesome. And then we did a nice dinner and then we went to, uh, the, the bar that I mentioned, 
um, which all the seats were um, swings. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good idea. No, it was it was a little too amusing once we. How got is in a that different than a regular bar? <laughs> after after a long enough time in any given bar, every single seat, everything moves. The entire room spins. Exactly. The thing that really scared me was that there were also fire pits, which just seemed like a bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's like some it's like some fighting game or something. It's, no? it's bar Darwin. <laughs> you don't yeah. want to combine those two elements, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was Tuesday. That's the great thing about vacations. You can go drinking on all the cheap nights. Nice. Um, it was two dollar Tuesday um, for pints, uh, but it wasn't like Budweiser and stuff. It was all like these local brews that were really good. So awesome. That was yeah, that was a good time. They're like one of the number one brewing cities in America. Mm-hmm. In fact, the number one brewing city yeah. in America. Yeah, I'm really excited to go. I'm going to be going at the end of the month here. So. I, no, it, this is this is what I realized after after uh, after the trip, is that I was in Seattle just before PAX, and then I or yeah, just before PAX, and then I was in Portland just before um the the gaming expo that you're going out there for. <laughs> so, like I I done fucked up. Bad time. <laughs> Bad Should time. Have been a couple days later. <laughs> No, <laughs> but uh, it was uh, so I was like, oh man, I'm missing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was you, you're gonna love Portland. It's great, awesome. Um, and uh, I highly recommend if you're gonna be out there on a Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, to check out Eastburn because it's Penny Pint Night and uh, it's delicious. Nice. Well, I will definitely keep that in mind. I'll, I'll probably need you to remind me of that when I'm there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, uh, why don't we continue on into, uh, into the, uh, what we have been playing? Um, I can do mine. Yes, um, please. Okay. So I, I have, I have three, but two of them are short and one of them's, one of them's kind of big. Okay. Mm-hmm. First one is rock band blitz, which I played. I've been playing. I've had it for a while. Um, but it's, I, you know, I, I, I didn't mention it the past couple of times. I have, I have no idea why. Cause it's really good. Like it's, <clears throat> Have have I have any of you played uh, frequency or amplitude? No, no, no. When no, the the these were the games that uh, that harmonics developed before Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Oh, um, I've, I've I've seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much the same idea. You're traveling down a lane and you have to hit notes um, as they go along, uh, but it's played with a controller instead of when they with any kind of instrument. And you jump back and forth between the different tracks, and as you hit notes on them, you activate it and keep it going. Um, and what's awesome about it and what makes it a really great value proposition is it, it imports all of your rock band songs. So it, it, it senses any of them and including the, the, the songs that come with it. And it comes with plenty. I mean, for 15 bucks, I think you get like 20 songs, I think with like, you know, like for like big stuff, like, you know, they have, they have like Foo Fighters, they've got, um, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, a bunch of songs that they took out of the, out of the games, um, actually. Um, they, they included in this, you know, like just kind of like, Oh, we got rid of, uh, the red hot chili peppers because they had some kind of deal with rock band. Oh wait, now Danny California is back or, you know, now, now gave it away is back. I forget which one they have. So that's pretty cool. Other cool part is like you download that and all of those songs are playable in rock band three too. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, I know. Right. So, you know, I have like eight gigabytes worth of actually, no, now it's closer to 10, 10 gigabytes of rock band songs that I can go in there and play. And it's really cool. I mean, it's, it's not as like satisfying at a visceral level as playing the, uh, you know, playing the actual parts on the instruments, uh, because there are only two notes that you hit 
and you you, you trigger them by hitting uh, uh, the left the left analog stick or the right anal- analog stick. But there's less of an emphasis on actually hitting every single note, and more of an emphasis on playing a track for long enough to activate it and get its multiplier up, and then go into a different track. So you're kind of like spinning plates. They don't they don't uh. they don't have that song in there. They don't have like spinning plates. Um, but they, but <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> it would, right? You'd have to play it backwards and forwards. <laughs> uh. um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, so, so it has all, it has all the tracks and, uh, it does, it does a really good job of approximating that, that stuff. And in the absence of playing the game with other people, um, oh, like another thing that it like really, it does well is like the leaderboard kind of thing, like to the point where mm-hmm. much like Geometry Wars or any, any other number of these kind of score chase games, um, it, like in addition to showing you where you rank in your friends after the, 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 the song, it'll show you your progress towards beating the next person up at the right hand side of the screen, like, like who the next person up on your friends list is. And if you pass them, it'll show you the next person. So that's nice. Nice. Yeah, for fifteen bucks, it's a real steal. It's a, it's a, it's definitely really cool. It's a, uh, you know, with 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 the way that rock band and music games in general have kind of fallen off a little bit, it's been difficult for me to find a game to fill that. Oh, I just want to play for fifteen minutes, kind of kind of uh, kind of uh, thing. Um, and this that this definitely fills that role a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it's neat. Does it make you want to dive back into like actual rock band? I mean, I I still do. It's it's difficult because I, because my favorite rock band instrument is is the drums, and I have to I have to play it at a time where I know that my downstairs neighbors are gone. So yeah, I'm like yeah. I'm like I'm keeping track of their whereabouts and charting it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a serial killer. I swear I'm not a serial. Killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to go pick up some colored yarn. Huh? Way the future. <laughs> um so <laughs> so yeah, rock, rock Band Blitz is pretty neat. Um get it. I think it's available on all platforms. Um at at, at fifteen dollars for twenty songs, that's a that's a better price than you can find on uh on iTunes, right? I think so. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I've been playing, and this is just a short mention because you know, because it's iOS, a game called McPixel. Uh, has nothing to do with McDonald's. Um, it's I, it, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a parody of a parody. Um, so like the uh, what is it, MacGruber, the uh, the Saturday Night Live skit with uh, with Will, Will Forte. Yeah, where where like oh it's you know thirty seconds till a bomb goes off and uh, everybody's like oh you gotta you gotta defuse it but all all he'll do is talk about his daddy issues and then it blows <laughs> up like that's the way every sketch ends. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you got to resolve them, man. I don't yeah. Know. So, so this, so this is a parody of MacGruber, which is a parody of MacGyver. All right. Um, and it's 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 like if WarioWare um, was mixed with uh, like a, like a, either a Room Escape or a point and click adventure game. So you have you know twenty seconds or ten seconds or or something like that, and you're put into this one into this one screen environment uh, with with different elements that you can that you can click on. Um, in order to uh, diffuse or get rid of the bomb, or to stop what is attempting to blow up from blowing up, so so like I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like an example, but like you'll be on a you'll be on a plane and there'll be like a there'll be a snake and uh, and the bombs on the floor and there'll be what a- if you were uh, what if you were on a boat? <sighs> anyway, couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh like and all, all all of the levels are presented like you, you play them in like five five level batches i guess is is the way that it goes and you're, you're gonna fail like you know you're gonna you're gonna click on something it's like oh i clicked on the wrong thing first so it's so it's an exercise in figuring out the order that you need, need to tap stuff but uh but it's funny um and for like two three bucks um it's there's a bunch to it too there's a lot what what did you read about it like what'd you hear about it ben I saw it on uh, the Pirate Bay. Okay, really? <laughs> yeah. And oh I, yeah, like they're like they have like a distribution deal kind of thing with them. Yeah, and I was I'm reading about it right now, but it apparently it's the first game that the Pirate Bay has endorsed publicly. Nice. No, yeah. it's uh, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool because they stole Saturday Night Live's idea, but it's it's good. I like it. Um, it, it it looks and plays beautifully on the on the iPad, um, but it also plays well on the iPhone. So. And the Very last cool. one, if there are no questions about that, um, is Silent Hill Downpour. Oh, you're finally coming back to it. I know, right? It's weird. Like, it's I, been I, a while. I know. Um, I got it, and then I moved. Um, and in 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 the fray, I put it down, and you know, kind of like David said with Kingdom of Loathing, it's difficult to go to get back to a game that you put down for a while. Um, so it was hard for me to find the wherewithal. It's like, oh, do I want to restart it? And so finally, you know, I got to the point where I was like, okay, I've got a free weekend. I, you know, I, I want to do something with it. Uh, let me, let, let me knock this out. I didn't stop it because it was, because it was bad or because it was mediocre. Um, quite the, quite the contrary. This, like the, the, the things that this game does with the next gen hardware, um, even more so than like homecoming, which was really them trying to like find their sea legs almost like the things that they can do with the environment genuinely lead to some of the biggest scares I've had in, um, in games. Like it really messes with space a lot. Um, in these really kind of freaky ways. Um, it takes like all the best elements from, uh, um, Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which, uh, which was my previous, which was the previous, uh, game. Uh, in the series, so whenever you go to the dark world, it's not like you are redoing uh, the, the the areas again. You're actually um, being chased by. Uh, it's called the void, which is like this uh, sentient black hole that, like, when it gets a hold of you, like Murphy, the main character, screams in agony and like it basically dissolves his very being. So you're running and you're like knocking stuff over in its way to like for it to like gobble up as you are navigating these maze-like areas like in a full balls out run. And like a lot of it's scripted and a lot of it is like them, you know, guiding you through it by like closing doors in front of you or like having the floor drop out. So it gives you the sense of being lost and overwhelmed while it kind of like guides you towards the right area. But it's really freaky like uh the environment is um combat's shit uh i really <laughs> like even more so like the combat in in the mainline games you know from like one to one to four like it, it was it was bad but it never like got in the way like you could always run or you could always you know just kind of like hit it like it, it wasn't that it was bad it, it was just that it wasn't interesting whereas in this yeah. like it's actively like i died so much to combat and like no matter what i did I could never correct it. Like the enemies have such an advantage over you that it's it's like just absurd. Huh. So, so so that's is it bad controls or I don't even I don't even know what it is. Like you you have a block button and uh, I wish there was a dodge. That 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 would have been nice if there was a way to like quickly sidestep 
um, because you know because a lot of the enemies you know they'll they'll do like a big swing and if you could if you could sidestep it you could actually like get you know get a hit in on them except in this case like when you when you block instead of being like oh I deflected your thing or I deflected your attack like you'll both do like this like awkward like whoa like body uh, rocket kind of thing yeah, yeah. and whoa, then whoa, 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 whoa. and then and then it leaves you both like on unequal footing so if the if the enemy's faster than you which they almost always are they're they're going to get another hit in so like they effectively have you stun locked you know in 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 all fairness like in situations where it gets real bad you can just run away but the like it but it, it happens enough especially early on um like in the uh in the mines level um where you cannot proceed until you beat this enemy that can jump up and cling to the ceiling and walk around uh, but yeah, uh, one thing I will say though, like the, like one of the strongest things about the game, aside from the scares and aside from the way that it, uh, messes with the, uh, with the environment is the story. Like you expect that because the main character is a prisoner and because the game opens up with him, like basically murdering a, a pedophile in a shower, like in prison. You know, like you start out like saying like, oh, gosh, this is where it's going to be. We're going to discover the root of his crimes and things like that. But it does this weird thing where where you start out with no sympathy for Murphy. And then as the game goes on, like it, it, it does a very, very good job of telling his story in a way that humanizes him. Hmm. Um, one thing that I don't like about it is his backstory changes depend on, depending on your actions which doesn't really jive that well. Like usually you expect the, the story that comes after to be a change depending on your actions. So you can change the past based on your actions. Yes. That's which pretty is, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've and, never, I've never heard of that done before. Yeah. But, but like it's, it's, it's one of those things where we're like in, in the, in the past. Like, okay. So with Silent Hill 2, is it, is it fair to, to say that the spoiler warnings are up on that? Oh, yeah. easily. Uh, what? <laughs> it's, it's been eleven no, years. Okay. No. Okay. So 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 J- James's crime. I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. The 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 whole thing that James is guilty over, and the thing that, and the thing that Silent Hill is is uh, is um you know trying to get him to realize that he did, and trying to get him to you know uh, repent. Yeah, to admit and to and to repent for. Like the thing that he did always stayed the same. Yeah. And, like no matter what. And depending on your actions, like the outcome is different, but really all that will change is whether or is, is, is like how James will contextualize it. So either he feels he was justified in doing it or he can't forgive himself or, you know, he just he just needed the person that he did that to to forgive him, etc. It's all about guilt and, and, and forgiveness. Whereas with this, it goes all the way from, you know. I don't. I don't want to spoil it because this is very much still within it. It, it. it goes all the way from he didn't do it to like he is a worse monster than you could ever imagine. So, are you sure it's not some sort of double blind where it's kind of watching, watching what you do and thus showing you what you think you did? Have you Have you beaten it yet? I guess I should ask. Yes. Yes, I did. I beat it. I beat it last night, actually. So, gotcha. So I, I beat it last night, and you know, I didn't. I, I haven't gotten all the endings, but it's very much, you know, like one of the themes about the game is like what it, okay, this is, this is all spoiler. I'm sorry, but it's, it's very much alluded to that. I can't, I can't say anything without ruining it without saying what it is, but oh, don't, don't worry about it then. 
Yeah, it yeah. suffice to say that it, it allows you to change your past. Yes, yes, it does. And and I wish that there, I wish that it was like like the the Silent Hill two approach to it is more concrete and it's more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But much like Silent Hill four, y- you know this is this is interesting because you're not the you're not the only character in the story. Like like you, it, it becomes it becomes mm-hmm. apparent. You know a certain a certain way through that much like Silent Hill two, where everybody else is going through their own tribulation, like that's the case in this, and it turns out that there's more of a connection between all of you than you think. Except except aside, you know, like like in you know Silent Hill two, everybody committed some kind of some kind of uh, violent crime. In this one, it's very different, very similar. Oh, man, I, I really want like one of you to play it so we can talk about it. I've got it. Like you, like if you, if one of you wants to like snake it for me, you can. Um, but I recommend. I feel it. like I need to finish Silent Hill one first. Yes, and three. Um, <laughs> and three. Yeah, God, there's so much Silent Hill. I know, right? Um, but yeah, no. I mean, like for, I feel bad for having delayed playing it because it's really good. Um, it's it's it, it doesn't have Pyramid Head, which is nice. That's not a spoiler because that's the way it should be. Damn it! <laughs> but it has, but it has very good surrogates for that. Um, yeah, it's scary. It's scary as balls. Like, well, like, like the great thing, like in previous Silent Hill games, they had this kind of like dreamlike um, environment where nobody reacted to the horrible stuff around them. Mm-hmm. Murphy Murphy reacts in the very same way that you do to the to like to the point where he will say, "Oh fuck!" at the same time that you do. Yeah. <laughs> like i like i found that happening i was like holy shit wow he's like oh shit oh shit oh shit like as i was saying oh shit oh shit oh shit or like <laughs> like right around that and uh you know like when people when, when elements of the town start speaking to him in riddles like instead of just going along with it and saying oh that was weird he'll say you know what? i'm sick and fucking tired of all these mind games why don't you just be straight with me <laughs> it is no i mean just like and and because of that he's he's like the like my favorite one of my favorite okay i'll say it he's my favorite silent hill protagonist Whoa. oh there we go i did it damn son <laughs> yeah the story's really good you know and you know there are technical hiccups and things like that but they've got good puzzles um combat sucks um but I think I think it's kind of like Silent Hill two and three, where you can where you can adjust the uh, the the combat difficulty independent of the of the puzzle difficulty. Um, so I might want to play through it again on easy combat and hard puzzles. I've always so I've only you know I've never well I've only completed one Silent Hill game, but you know so obviously I've never taken the time to go through on multiple difficulty levels for puzzles i was always very intrigued that they did that and i thought it was very smart in what way do they make the puzzles harder or easier uh the amount of clues um usually is is what the big difference is like the amount of clues they give you or the number of variables that you have to account for um on like fetch quests it's not it's not so it's not that different because you're still like going and finding a finite number of instrument you know like like items for your inventory to mm-hmm. put in the right place, basically just you know keys and gates and stuff like that. But with uh, like in Silent Hill uh, three, it got to the point where you had to have intimate knowledge of like the lesser works of Shakespeare in order to figure stuff out. And like, oh, wow. and like there was like there's a really infamous one in Silent Hill three where like in in other in other ones like there will be a note that has like numbers that are highlighted and those are the numbers that you need to hit on a keypad. In hard mode, like it it gives you this like five page poem. 
that describes like a face being mutilated and you have to realize that like the order that elements of the face are being like torn apart are like those are the numbers that you have that, that you have to hit so gotcha. like so like the right eye would be one the left eye would be three etc cetera, etc cetera, and on down the line and so like 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 those ones where it's where it's more open ended like the essay questions where where they can be more oblique with it like that's where it gets kind of crazy or the pattern recognition and stuff like that interesting okay yeah very cool so yeah um it's neat i'm sure the price has dropped but uh as a silent hill fan and an enthusiast this one actually does get my uh get my seal of approval huh. no I, i'm i'm glad to see it succeed cuz i know that's a series that is had its um, tone deaf moments, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's always nice to see it uh, do well. Yeah, it's pretty too. It's a gorgeous game, and they 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 really managed to get that whole like otherworldly chaos architecture kind of stuff down. Is it bad that I can only picture Silent Hill in like poor PS2 style graphics? Like I have no concept of it looking any better than that. So even as you're like, it's this beautiful game, the image in my mind is still <laughs> Silent Hill 2 slash Silent like Hill the, 3. Those are boxes. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't poor graphics. I mean, Silent Hill 2 and 3, like those were revolutionary on the PlayStation 2 hardware for their lighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I still I still think Silent Hill 2 and 3, you know, like, like I think that the regular, like standard edition versions of those, standard definitions, like that the, the those still look really, really good to me. And that, it's, that, that's, it's held up better than most games. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, aren't they supposed to kind of, I mean, aren't a lot of survival horror games supposed to look kind of grainy and everything's covered in mist and crap like that? That was, ori- I mean, like that, that was originally this artifice to cover up for the fact that they couldn't render stuff in detail. Um, and yeah. they kept it around because it was, because it was unsettling. Like okay, mm-hmm. we only we only need to push enough you know polygons to render what is in view in the fog or what's being hit by the flashlight, um, and they and they like co opted that as an aesthetic. But as the as the systems have like gotten more um, sophisticated, they've kind of dialed that back, and they're actually like okay, we can show you stuff, and um, you know still selectively limit what you can and can't see, um, you know not out of necessity, but out of you know you know. We we can actually make a choice as opposed to it always just being that way, out of intention. Yes. So yeah, pretty neat. And the last one, Ben. Yeah. So this is kind of a letdown. I <laughs> I, I have the regular go getter, but um, yeah. So I've been playing Civ Rev. I beat it with the Arabs. I'm done with it. So uh, <laughs> game over. Yeah. There's not a lot of yeah. There's not not a lot left with that. Um, but I do you do, have the platinum? No, I do not. I, do, I don't even. Not over. I don't. I don't. I'm not a chivo hunter. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't need that. Um, but uh, there was there was one interesting game I played. I did end up playing Gravity Bone upon your recommendation of it, Cole. Okay. Um, which it's really hard to call it a game because it is so <laughs> short. Yeah. You could watch it in a single YouTube video. Like, it's, mm. yeah, it's really short. Um, but it was fun. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, I mean, a hyper short portal. Yeah. <laughs> that, mm. uh, just the the way that it, the, it, it's, a, it's being, subversive. That's being quite generous, though, comparing it to portal. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a fine, you know, it's fun, but mm-hmm. it's. I get, I, you know, it's hard to 
give any sort of uh, adjective to it since it's only 15 minutes long, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's it, 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 it's hard. I recommend everybody play it, like like Dennis and David. You weren't here last week when we talked about it. It's it's, it's what, it, what is it? It's called Gravity Bone. Um, okay. it, it's a it's a first person um, adventure game kind of kind of thing where you play as a, you play as a spy in uh, in South America. Okay. Yeah. It's very subversive. It's very cool. It's 15 minutes. I doubt anything we say would be more um, elucidating than just, you know, playing through it in its entirety. Wait, uh, it's on some platform? Or oh, what? it's PC. You, like, you download it for free. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm all about free. Yeah. <laughs> free is good. I like free. Uh, but yeah, there, there's a sequel out. It's like 30 flights of nothing or something like that. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this last week? I we, think we did. But uh, but uh, apparently I didn't look it up in the meantime. It's not all. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it it is not free. Therefore, no. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. Okay. Not gonna platinum. Uh, you know. Not, he not tried to shame me into platinuming of this game. <laughs> I've never. Ben, I will come to your house, learn to play the game, and platinum it for you. Go for it. Okay, I like <laughs> you'll be here, here a while. <laughs> here, here's the, here's the thing. I yeah. have I haven't I haven't even um 100% of Mass Effect 2. Oh. So, if I and, until until I do that, I cannot expect anybody else to platinum something. Yeah. That's, that's or, or to get is, everything. Is there anything outlandish that you have to do to platinum Mass Effect 2? Beat it on insanity mode? That's that's the only achievement that I've never Same. gotten. <laughs> exactly, right? Um <laughs> Um, so those are the games we've been playing. Um, how about this game that you want us to play, Dennis? Sure. I want to play a um, game. And, yes. you know, <laughs> play a game. We're still um, So <laughs> that, that's, that's the new way we name this section. We just kind of murmur the, uh, the, the way that we would have said it if we had more enthusiasm at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, is, this is going to be your typical identify the quotes uh, type of game. However, um, it's not it's not video game quotes that you are trying to identify. Rather, it is video game taglines. Oh, all right. So this is famous famous taglines from the video game industry, <laughs> um, and and just by virtue of of being able to find enough um, to make it interesting, um, these can come from games or uh, from consoles. Is there are several taglines for consoles that are yes. relatively well known, like board games? <laughs> is that what is that what the first category was? First, the, the yeah, the first board the first category. For first, for, first question: Don't touch yes. the sides. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey now, <laughs> what is the what is that game? What is that tagline for? Don't touch the sides. Operation. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, how about this? I got you diagonally. Is it chess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a 6,000-year-old slogan. Real, <laughs> real clever, sis. They stopped marketing the game a while ago. <laughs> it's kind of like candy corn. Shoots and, shoots and ladders? No, no, that is... Um, I like how connect I hijacked four. this. Yep, Connect yeah. 4, there we go. <laughs> oh, Connect 4. Yeah. That's a tagline for it? Yeah. I got I you dying. tagline. <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought the tagline was "fuck this." No one's ever going to win. <laughs> I love Connect Four. <laughs> it's Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Did you see? Uh, uh, 
Okay, yeah, I'm a nerd. Uh, so, someone just invented like a computer program that can like beat people at Connect Four now. Apparently, oh no, huh. I didn't. didn't I, I guess that's supposed to be like actually very difficult. Well, it's it's one of those things where it's difficult to teach computer to recognize patterns, whereas humans are pattern recognition machines. And I, and I think also may, maybe it's like um, one of those things where that's actually like an exponentially growing problem. You can't just like hard program all the combinations. Right. So like so so two so so two pieces is is easy. Whereas what what it what is connect for? It's an eight by eight grid. So you know potentially yeah. potentially you could get up to sixty sixty three. Well, well, if you had 63, then you're either going to win on that next move or not. Um, but yeah, Ben is just is huh. just slowly weeping as I try and struggle through this. So, <laughs> so, so I didn't mean to hijack that, but taglines for games Tag- and yeah, well, game systems. Congratulations, Cole. I think you have a foot up because you have a very solid grasp of what taglines are. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, I forgot what taglines are. Good, good on me. <laughs> Whoever wins, we right. lose. So uh, again, I have I have uh, arranged these into roughly starting easy and getting more and more difficult. Uh, this, of course, is is based on my own knowledge base. Um, you know, so you guys might recognize these in- instantly, and I just I just wasn't familiar with them before. Um, but we'll we'll just start. Uh, I'm, I'm opening up an Excel file now, and I shall track track scores. Spreadsheets in space. There, I did it. No, I'm going to have to put reverb on that, aren't I? Ace, 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 ace. (laughs) Yeah, chop and screw that, man. (laughs) Can I drop the beat? This is what the podcast is going to (laughs) drop. Yeah. (laughs) Drop. Did you know, um, so I was was talking with uh, Austin a couple days ago, and somehow Dubstep came up. And his younger brother was, like, really into electronic music. And they were driving in the car together one day and just decided to make their own Dubstep. Like, and so it, mouth music. It, it was just like, yeah. If you can Sorry, imagine that's, Austin, that's who is who is a very it's serious system. person, system. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can imagine Austin, who's, who's a very serious person, just screaming at the top of his lungs, blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> wow. The sad thing is, I can actually very easily imagine him doing that. <laughs> I don't think I've ever yeah. heard dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever heard a dial-up modem? <laughs> like I, I've like I just add some bass to that, and that's it. No, no, seriously, yeah. I'm I'm not really joking that much. It's one of those things. Like I, I like I like ambient electronic music, but that's that's not what this is, is it? You like no, movie. no. <laughs> No, like, is, I'm, I'm talking it, like dance music, well, I mean, like like, the, like Fever Ray or Apparat or something. It's not even that. It's not dance music because you can't. It's got it's got so many kind of it's it's very hyperactive dance music. I guess it's a different kind of dance. <laughs> we've we've digressed again, but no, okay. I, I actually listen to dubstep when I when I work out just because it's very like, um. You know, it's got the same effect as like hip hop or rap for me. That it's it amps you up. It's got that that real um, adrenaline boosting feeling to it for me. So I actually like it. I I, I don't claim to know much about it, but I, I definitely like it as like workout music. So I'm actually a dubstep scholar, so <laughs> I know quite a lot about it. I'm a, it? I'm actually Dead Mouse. So. <laughs> he was right under my nose the entire time. Okay, nice. is that is that spreadsheet open? The spreadsheet is open, and we are we are ready to go. Okay. 
All right, so um, let's see here. Once again, you you're going to be the arbiter. You're gonna you're gonna be the person who decides. You know, it's all it's all about my internet connection. Okay, which 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 is working best. Who of you is connected to me closest? <laughs> it's a game of microseconds here. Um, so we'll start with the first one, uh, which is really pretty painfully on uh, obvious. Genesis does what Nintendo don't. I mean, is that the Genesis? That would be correct. David for the uh for the first point. I thought it was board games or games. <laughs> <laughs> he did say consoles. Did he? Yes. Oh. I thought I did. Oh. <laughs> I said games or consoles. Yeah. Oh. Although I was kind of hoping that was the original tagline for the book of Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, next up, we would like to play. Well, the Nintendo Wii. There you go, Cole. For the for the point, I actually I actually have bits of information for each of these. I don't know if you're interested in 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 hearing them. Sure. I, uh, what I what I realize though is that it doesn't it doesn't for like the Genesis and some other ones it doesn't call it the specific uh, iteration on some of them. But anyway, so so for the Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Upon releasing the Genesis in 1989, Sega flippantly named names while setting sights squarely on Nintendo. Rather than modestly comparing screenshots in its newest commercial, the budding hardware maker went for the throat, meaning 16-bit graphics are better than the incumbent NES, which was 8-bit. The motto immediately polarized players, gave birth to the console war, intensified intensified fanboy loyalties, and positioned Nintendo's Nintendo as a kitty platform, a <laughs> stigma that the company continues to struggle with to this day, <laughs> which is very true. But, but Sega doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, and I, and I say this as a so there's that. As a, I say this as a former Sega partisan. So <laughs> yeah, um, and then uh, the battle the will lose the war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Wii would like to play, uh, after more than a decade of lackluster advertising efforts, Nintendo returned to form in 2006 with the introduction of its first Wii commercial, We Would Like to Play. The spot shows a pair of likable Japanese businessmen <laughs> delivering motion-enabled games to unsuspecting Americans of every demographic. Uh, not since the early Atari ads has gaming been pitched and shown to the entire family. Uh, regardless, Nintendo has never looked, sounded, or been this hip. Double entendre notwithstanding. Huh. Yeah. I like, so, I like how they're me out. I like how they're likable Japanese yeah. businessmen. I like the parody where it shows them like quietly robbing the house behind the families that they play. <laughs> well, well well dressed Japanese home invaders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take Oh man. Um. <laughs> so it's so it's um David one, me one. Yes, that is correct. So the next one up is now you're playing with power. Uh, that is that the tagline for Nintendo Power? Is it the Nintendo, Nintendo Power Glove? No, and no, you're in the right area though. Remember, games or consoles? Is it power? Apparently, I should have put this one lower on the on the list. Power um, Rangers, the video game. <laughs> <laughs> that was really disappointing. I hated that game. <laughs> <laughs> This is another concept. I, mean, I know what Google, uh, Google tells me it is, but... <laughs> Wait a minute! You can't... Hey, I did not say. Classic Smith. <laughs> Come on. That's not, that's not cool. 
Hey, we did not lay down ground rules. Okay, don't do that. How about that? <laughs> I think I think we're calling this one a draw. This one uh, apparently I should have had it lower on the on the list uh, is the Nintendo Entertainment System. Really? So what was that in comparison to? Like the Atari? The games? Well, not games. I'm guessing. See, huh. well, see, that's that, that's that's weird because because like for they were trying to market it like the NES as a toy in the in the market at that time because because people didn't want to buy video games. So they were they were sneaking it in as a toy. So saying you're playing with power, that sounds like a video game. Like, See, that just gives me the image of some kid like sticking things in the electrical outlet. Exactly. How you're playing power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although apparently it was a reference to its, you know, like graphical and processing power for yeah. the day. So Yeah, I mean like there was one of the big things like Fine, this- Three. Like those games that you play in the arcade, you can play them at home now. That was one of the big things that they that they were pushing. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that that one's a draw. You guys, epic fail. But this one, I expect you to get. Uh, let's. This is number four. Finish the fight. Halo. There you Three. go. <laughs> and correct yes finish the fight oh wait another thing. finish the thought <laughs> finish the thought yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently it started from the phrase players will be able to finish the fight they started in Halo Combat Evolved but those three words kind of took and stuck right going for hmm. so was that a, them admitting that Halo 2 was a complete detour then <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I'm still pissed about uh, Halo Four. Why? I, I well, I, I'm I'm pissed Reach. that uh, Master Chief didn't uh, didn't die. That that's not the canonical ending. Wait, uh, Halo Four is that? That's Reach, correct? No, no, that's Halo Four. Man, I've checked out that's, of Halo. Yeah, Halo, yeah. Halo, Halo Reach was a prequel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, oh, they're coming out is... with another Halo, right? Yeah, We're not okay. Imagining this. Halo okay. 4 is out? No, no, but it's coming out. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I, see, be, I, I, I don't yeah. like the fact that he didn't die, at, that the ending where he dies at the end of 3 isn't the canonical ending. That was five years ago. That's really weird for me to think of that. Think of that. Oh, yeah. But, I, I have those moments all the time. <laughs> so, even field. Even, yeah, even field. Uh, next up is, uh, I believe this is number five now, um, and this is this is actually the tagline for a series of games. If it's in the game, it's in the game. EA Sports. Correct. Yeah. EA Sports. Uh, Wait, what's what's that full tagline? If it's in the game, it's in the game. Meaning, like, if it's if it's in the game football, it will probably end this in this football video game. Weird. So steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Random drug screening. That's baseball. That's baseball. <laughs> um, let's see. The phrase later abbreviated to just "it's in the game." I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry. What was that? How do you say that? Oh, it's in the game. Okay, thank you. EA you guys, Sports. I, Inflection. What was that? I don't, I don't know how many EA games you play, but that that was probably the most like annoying, asinine inflection they could have given it that they chose for it. <laughs> it couldn't be any worse than like latter-day Sega games where it was SEGA! <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I liked, I liked the, the, the really pleasant SEGA! SEGA! Bring! Yep, well, I liked that. That was good. But 
That was their death rasp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it kind of helps uh, EA sell millions of games. I still don't understand why people buy those games over you. Because people like football. Or why people just don't go out and play football. You know, I, I, I would have said five years ago that it was because of, you know, new rosters and you want to play with the new players. But really, with, with DLC, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to update, you know, Madden 2011 with new rosters. It just yeah. does make sense. I don't know. All right, for our for our next one, so I believe we're on to number six. Touching is good. DS. That's the DS. I heard Cole first. That is correct. The Nintendo DS. I can't believe the- that, that those were... That's a creepy tagline. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Marketed directly at kids. So. I was trying to repress memories. I couldn't think of what it was. These uh, were... <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm happy you stopped that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just a, a modicum of self-control. Uh, it's, uh, Nintendo began its infatuation with advertising puns in 2004 when it released the Nintendo DS. The catchphrase, touching of good, was about as far away from Game Boy as it got. Yet it still featured the same playful, t- playful tone as the original handheld while embracing the more accessible touch controls. Mm-hmm. Though the expression is no longer used by Nintendo, it displayed the, co- the company in a vastly different and inviting light. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like your Eric. <laughs> Uh, something that would help it zig while the others zag and sub- subsequently propel the company to the gaming top once again. Yeah. Although it Excellent. still can't be nearly as creepy as some of the freaking racist Sony ads. Yeah. <laughs> Such as? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, my last quote was, we hate black people, so that's <laughs> the advance. Um no, uh, number seven, yes. I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, number seven is what's your game? What's your game? Is this a system or a game? This one is a game. This is a game. Mr. Game and Watch. I pass. <laughs> no and no. <laughs> David, I've I've got let nothing. Me, let me re- rephrase. I pity for the fool who doesn't know what his game is. Is it Mike Tyson Punch Out? <laughs> yeah. no. The A Team game? I don't. I don't know. So that that could be a good game. Um, what is it? Um, uh, Night Elf Mohawk. World of Warcraft. There it is. What's your game? <laughs> What's your game? I don't oh, get it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that oh was yeah. That campaign. The, the macro tagline for all the. Um, Celebrity endorsements. Okay. Exactly, yes. Um, Which featured uh, Mr. T, William Shatner, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mini Me. I missed that one. Yeah, Chuck Norris. Did, did, um, yeah, Chuck Norris was a later one. Did, um, did Vin Diesel ever actually make it into a commercial? Because I know he's a big player. Well, no kidding. The guy has his freaking, uh, D&D character, um, his name tattooed on him. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you know who? And, and this this may be a rumor, and you might not, might not even play anymore. Do you know who? Apparently, still is or at one time was a huge WoW fan. Who's that? Hmm. Dave Chappelle. Well, I've, I've actually heard that. That that actually doesn't strike me as that surprising. No, I'm not surprised. I just, I just think it's cool. 
Yeah. He didn't, Africa, he just got in a really good raid. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so um, I, I'll make it easy. The next three are all consoles. Okay. And this next How many one consoles is, do we have left? <laughs> not that, well, it should three. narrow down your choices, right? <laughs> uh, the next one is live in your world, play in ours. PlayStation 1? PlayStation 2? Yeah, no, it's 1 or 2. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, guess, I'm guessing 2 because Play Beyond's number 3. Correct. I, I have to give that one to Ben. PlayStation, if you had stopped at PlayStation, I was about to say you're correct, and then you said 1, and I had to take it away from you. Ah. <laughs> Broke my heart. But yes, <laughs> it is, uh, it is uh, the, the PlayStation 2. Um, which were the my my soundbite says the expression brilliantly summarizes gaming's true allure an escape from reality. Uh, it is uh, appropriate, imaginative, and the least pretentious slogan for describing video games. Hmm. You you definitely uh, marketing was a good good choice for you. <laughs> good fit. <laughs> Can you tell? All right. Next up is life is short. Play more. <laughs> Wait a World of Warcraft? <laughs> oh, it's a console, so I mean, I would say the the PSP. No, I'll say the Atari because <laughs> I have no idea. I'm gonna go with the PC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the single, the single, the single corporation that backs PC. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> it is. It is uh, from the last generation of consoles. Uh, like the previous the generation, or no, 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 one generation before that. Okay, so all, all I can uh, think is uh, GameCube. There, I heard it from David. Oh, Xbox, okay. huh. <laughs> GameCube. I didn't find one from GameCube. I, I can't think of what their tagline was. Well, Nintendo never marketed that. Please so. buy our game system. Is <laughs> uh, Cube must be good. <laughs> it's not really that. It's not really a cube, though. It's more of a it's more of a, a rectangular uh, object. Is it a thing or a tank? <laughs> it's a box. So, apparently, um, I guess Xbox has a long commercial for of of getting um, commercials banned because I know their uh, their Xbox 361 with the pl- people playing with uh, their hands as guns. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, how did that get banned? I never understood. No, it But apparently, the the spot for Xbox shows an intensely. Yeah, an intensely labored mother giving birth to a boy, uh, giving a loud shrill. The newborn is fired like a projectile through the hospital window. Uh, while aging, the naked mammal orbits the earth several times before sub- subsequently crashing into its own grave. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's like... I, there's a link to it. I think this has to be the one that we kind of... Out As directed by Dolly. <laughs> yeah, that's like hour three of my mescaline trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so we have we have uh, Cole with a with a um, unbreakable lead right now with uh, with four points, uh, and then Ben and David tied at two. So this one will be a battle for uh, for second place here. Uh, and it's it's another it's another uh, console. And actually, as I as I look at this, 
I, I am just going to have you to name the kind of broad creator of the console rather than the specific iteration of the console because I actually don't see it here. Uh, the tagline is, Welcome to the Next Level. Microsoft? No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm watching the Life is Short commercial anyway, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, thing, the thing you said... In fact, they've been in here once before. Burr? <laughs> they were referenced earlier. Okay. I don't know. I tap out. We might have to call this one a draw as well. Can, can you say it again? I mean, I can keep guessing. There's only like what four options, but yeah, it's it's the, welcome to the next level. Yeah, there's no penalty for being wrong. It's 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 oddly quiet on the line. I know, right? I'm just. I'm, well, I'm, I mean, <laughs> once you guess, are you then out? No, of course not. No. Okay, so is it Sony? No. I mean, I don't think it's 360 because that was jump in. Uh, Oh wow! And play um, play beyond was PS3, so I don't know. Wasn't can, either. Though. Can you give us a generation? Uh, this is this is old. Old. Welcome to the next level. Um, so, like Atari. <laughs> Atari Atari appropriate, but it's one that we've it's we we've touched on it before in this in this list. Oh man! I mean NES. So it's, it's like Sega Saturn. Sega. There we go. I heard it from Ben. Sega Saturn. Sega. Oh, Sega. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes. So they they put out Welcome to the Next Level as the the prequel or the sequel or whatever to uh, to their uh, uh, Nintendo Don't line. Yeah. Uh, continuing uh, the whole "We're better than you" kind of feel going on. Mm-hmm. So we finished Cole with four, <laughs> Ben with three, and David with two. And in like a half point stolen by using Google. <laughs> I never actually answered that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's very fair. That's very this fair. This is true. Give him an ethical point. <laughs> is that it? That is that is the 10. Okay. That, that is, yeah. is our game. You, you didn't pick my favorite one. My, 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 my favorite one, it's also the creepiest, um, hmm. was, was for, the, uh, for, the, for the Dreamcast. Do you know what the Dreamcast slogan was? Ooh, I don't know that one. It's thinking. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> With like an ultra close up on the like, on like the triangular glowing uh, power light. <laughs> Was it like Hal esque? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> See, I, I I feel like that should be the slogan for like Windows when I just get stuck in like the little hourglass symbol. It's, <laughs> it's not the hourglass now, it's the swirly. Totally better. Yeah. <laughs> at, le- <laughs> at least Mac OS ten has the uh, has the courtesy to try and hypnot- hypnotize me with a spinning beach ball whenever my system hangs up. So Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. I win. Yeah. I'm the winner. I'm thinking. The winner is I. Way to go, Walt. (laughs) (laughs) I win. That was episode number 162 of Stand Under the Don't Tree and Riddle Me This, a podcast about video games. Episode ran a little long, so I'm going to keep the uh, the post-game stuff short. Check us out at duckfeed.tv slash don'ttreeriddle. Um, the, 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 the error with, uh, with Squarespace has been fixed. All of our older episodes are now available on, uh, iTunes or should be very quickly here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there's no longer the, the, tw- the 20 back episode limit. Um, so you can, uh, you can subscribe to us there. You can leave us a rating or review. It's been a minute since we have one of those. 
Um, although we did have a couple recently, which is really nice. I like that. So bring the heat there. Um, if you're going to be buying anything off of Amazon, use our referral link off of the tip jar. Uh, you can find that link on the website. And most of all, tell a friend. If they like video games, if you have gamer friends, point them our way. Um, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Cole Ross, K-O-L-E-R-O-S-S. Uh, Dennis? I am at DFuria, and if you have any recommendations for uh, for quotes you want us to try each other with on the show or ideas for games, please send them to me. Yes. Please do that. And uh, Ben, you are at Merkelizer. Correct. That is correct. So, thank you so much. This has been Cole. This has been Dennis. David. And Ben. <laughs> good night. Or good day, whenever you're listening. I don't care. <laughs>